Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool! Or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. The door to her office is open, and you're actually about three feet from it. Um, oh, no. And her office, the wall where the door is, you get to see a nice big door-shaped painting of blood. Um, as everyone's uh. sort of standing there, shell-shocked, covered in blood, and then the screaming starts as everyone in this room loses their collective mind. Oh, God. Um, as you, uh. And just to top off the situation of you're sitting there covered in what is uh, what is a human Gallagher spurt, um, uh, you hear sirens start getting closer from the distance. And they get, oh, they are yeah. moving quickly. They're getting real loud, real fast. Hey, uh, you, whatever your name is, uh, what happened? I just came to see what happened, and holy boy, it is. You don't want to look in there. All right, kids. Um, we're gonna have to ask you to step away real quick. We will handle this. But you're gonna tell me like what happened, right? Because like my parents are like the Coughlins. They're kind of big deals. Uh, once we find out, uh, sure. Okay, because, uh, yeah. like, we own this town, so I'm told, but, you know. What do you, what do you think happened, Dottie? 
I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, if I were you, I would like stay away from any rooms that have any mirrors in them because I heard this total urban rumor. There is in fact scissor men who come out of the, this, the uh, mirrors. And while that's like obviously totally bogus, like, I don't know, you're so high, it might be real for you. And I'm just looking out for you, lizard. You guys are led into the lock rooms, and uh, you guys are split up, obviously, and you are, you know, taking the, and all of the police officers are like, all right, anything that has any sort of contaminant on it, that means blood, vomit, anything like that, we need to just strip it off. They're going to quarantine off everyone, and I'm going to be included in that, and I don't want to be included in that. So I think he uh, uh, goes back inside and kind of, you know, closes the door and, like, puts his back to the door and kind of, like, you know, uh, puts his, his arms, uh, his hands on his arms and kind of rubs his arms. I think he just has a moment where he thinks, like, okay, what would Lucas do? I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Danny kind of, you know, he had turned around, his back's to the door, and... His his eyes catch the uh, the vent in the uh, you know the ceiling the air duct, and for a moment, his eyes kind of narrow, and he gets a little smirk on his face, and then it turns around and walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you walk out into the hallway and you see police officers kind of moving around. Uh, Romeo act under pressure. I'm assuming that Danny doesn't want to be spotted imme- immediately. And yeah, so he's yeah, he's, he's trying to he's trying to kind of um, hopefully see Lucas, hopefully see Dottie, uh, but you know, ultimately just trying to try to get out of there and and slip slip by unnoticed. Yeah. Okay, Roman acting under pressure just for that sort of initial leaving of of the room. Uh, mixed success eight. So okay, so your worst outcome is uh, your worst outcome is going to be you you will only run into one officer instead of a group of officers um, hard choice is going to be um, if you leave you will uh, if you leave there and try and interfere you know that you will probably get in trouble um or price to pay is you forget your stuff in the detention room. Like, 
his um his backpack and everything his beta yep. versions book bag um I'm sorry. I'm going to go for the easy stuff. It's not really his stuff. Uh, it may identify him, but it's not his stuff. So he wasn't thinking about grabbing things that aren't even his, you know? So yeah, I leave the stuff behind. All right. You leave the stuff behind and sneak out into the hallway. And uh, yeah, you're moving around pretty good. Um, you see most of the, most of the officers are kind of heading towards the office and sort of making your way around. Um, you spot, uh, Dottie and Lizard kind of like sitting on this bench uh, kind of outside the office. Um, you see a lot of officers that are around, but they don't seem to really be like trying to take either of them away or or like slapping handcuffs on them as Dottie and uh, Lizard is kind of like sitting there talking. Danny wants to get uh, Dottie's... Oh, yeah, no. So, yeah, uh, Danny, Danny doesn't want to talk to Lizard anymore. Uh, he doesn't like Lizard. Uh, um but he wants to get Dottie's attention, so he'll he'll call out with uh, telepathy. Dottie! Hey, Dottie! Well, Lizard, like, that is totally fascinating about that Area 51 stuff. Like, OMG, the greys. Like, that would be such an ugly uh, eyeshadow to wear. But I've totally got to go right now. Because, like, this scene is totally passe. I'll see you in a bit, okay? See you, like, tomorrow. Uh, all right. Uh, just if you can get out, then, I mean, who knows what they're going to do with this X-Files shit. Oh, trust me. I've got connections. You got to tell me if it's aliens, Dottie. You know that, right? You got to tell me if it's aliens. Uh, I, you will be the first to know. Totally. I and uh, I go over to Danny and I'm like, oh, I, I'm having difficulty keeping up this voice. What the hell is going on? I don't know. I was hoping you'd be able to tell me. You know um, what? You know what? We both are going to do. We're going to get the hell out of here. Yes, I agree. Although, if we get out of here, our parents are going to suspect us. But at the same time, if we're trapped in the like the building and there's the mirror people again. Because we never solved it? That would suck. So, um... Alright, I'm gonna try and get out of here. I'm going to... What? Should I do bad situation or whatever? Is that what... Uh, if you are... So if you're trying to figure out what might be your best way to get out, then that would be read a bad situation. But if you already have a way in mind and you just want to execute your plan, that would be no, accurate sure. I don't have a plan. Okay, well then, uh, roll me read a bad situation. Eight. Alrighty, uh, you get one question. Oh, you and your questions. Um, what's my best way out? Uh, you know, uh, probably the way that you guys snuck out of school last time. The door kind of at the bottom of the staircase. Well, let's do that. Uh, you have also, you also have noticed that you're starting to hear the sounds of, you didn't notice as much because you were talking to Lizard and he's kind of a loud dude. Um, you're starting to hear the sounds of helicopters approaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we gotta go. Um, let's go. And I'm gonna do, uh, act under pressure now. Alright, um, I need both you and, uh, you and Danny to roll me act under pressure, and both of you has, have a negative one. Oh, he, he should also get a plus one from his, um, his... Oh, the hunches? Under, 
Oh no, the read a bad situation gives you a plus one if you act on the information you get. Alright, so yeah, uh, Dottie, you're going to be leveled out, and uh, Danny, you're going to be leveled out. Well, I'm uh, getting experience is what I'm getting. Oh yeah. I got a one. <laughs> Good lord. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, God. Nice. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll level up again. Um, so you guys start running towards the uh, the the exit, and as you guys reach there um, and like start to open the door, uh, you almost get hit in the chest as uh, this group of men in... in uh, well, not men, group of people. In, oh. Yeah, a group of men in tights, and they go, We will save you and steal from the rich and give it to the poor. Come with us if you want to live. Um, no, uh, no, you guys, uh, you guys turn and start to open the door and you are greeted by a group of probably about 30, uh, men in big, why do I keep saying men? I, sorry, I just, just, the first thing that came to mind, um, people, people in, people in these big, giant, yellow hazmat suits. They actually, like, see you and, like, the one in the front pulls out what looks kind of like a giant cattle broad and you hear kind of this, uh, this kind of muffled voice go, Get back! Get back! Away from the door! Jinx. Alright, roll it up. Not rolling hot tonight, folks. Uh... I love it when you guys fail. It makes my job so much more fun. <laughs> uh, hold one. Um, interfere with what monster, minion, or bystander is trying to do. So, yeah. I... Something happens that they maybe they drop, they drop the cattle prod. Uh... Yeah, so actually what kind of happens is they like come to like move and like step and like kind of like go to almost like jab at you guys a little bit and they hit the hit the floor. Um, they Their foot hits the floor and hits some sort of wet slick spot, they might think, although you know it's a jinx. And uh, and they slip and fall and ironically fall on top of their own cattle prod. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do like the, the harm one. I just wanted to interfere. With he didn't take any harm, but he just sort of, he fell in the doorway and okay. he, he didn't. It's not like, and like you watch as this guy like fries from the inside out. No, it's like he, he kind of falls on his own <laughs> thing. It's comedic. Um, what are you guys doing? Because these people are now like focused on you. I grab. Yeah, I'm grabbing Danny and I'm kind of like, okay, uh, new plan. And I'm going to do a second bat, read a bad situation. Though I have Roll a, it up. I have a thought about my key. How does it work? Magnets. Yes. <laughs> We've already made that joke, but I don't I, care. I, I, no, I so, almost threw my headphones. <laughs> I was just... I'm um, reading a bad situation, but I'm thinking using my key on some piece of wood. There has to be some piece of wood. You get one question. What's my best way out with my brilliant... Now that the best way out is, in fact, no longer there. Uh, you know that, especially now, there's all this wood finishing everywhere. There's a lot of wood in this school now. Where it was mostly like brick and steel, there's a lot of wood accents now that they have a lot more money to uh, fund sort of the decorative side of, of school life. So yeah, I mean, you can look around and see within probably about five feet of you, you can find you can find a piece of wood. Danny, come with me to the botany room. The what? The botany room. <laughs> the what? The botany room. Oh. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna try and act under pressure and get us the hell out of here. Yeah, uh, roll me, uh, both of you roll me and act under pressure. Did I? Okay, make success, son of a bitch. Also, make success. <laughs> okay, well, 
I'm just, you know, because both of you are just kind of doing, I'm going to give you guys both the same, the same things that you guys are kind of paired to. Um, do, do, do. Uh, your worst outcome for you guys is, uh, you run, but they are hot on your tail. Um, your hard choice is Danny. Uh, you're not as fast as Dottie and you might get left behind or price to pay. Um, they will remember you. I do not want to be remembered. Danny. I, I mean, I already left my, <laughs> I already left my book bag. So yeah, I mean, they're going to remember Danny. That's my choice. All right. They'll remember Danny. <sighs> now, what about you, Dottie? Shit. Oh, I hate all of these. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I do have a plan. Danny, are you okay with being left behind? Are you asking that as we're running? Yeah, you guys are like, <laughs> uh, you do not have time to discuss this option with your co your cohort. This is in the moment, split second, bullet time. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't believe Blaze left me behind. Uh, you know what, Scrit? No, no, I'm not going to leave you behind because I'm sick and tired of having nobody to interact with. So, all right, uh, you guys are going to be remembered. Uh, you guys take off and are running through the, the hallways and burst into the botany room. And luckily, there's not a class in here right now. And you see plants and, and, and all sorts of chaplings, saplings and trees that are sort of in this climate-controlled room. And it's it's very warm and, and humid uh but yeah you guys are in here you shut the door behind you and uh yeah uh we're gonna cut back to lucas uh lucas you're sort of in there you're handing your clothes you're sort of just like chilling out with the officers um and uh you hear a few of them talking they go all right so we're gonna have some uh we're having a hazmat team come in here um they're gonna do analysis of each of you see if anything's wrong uh take blood samples and whatnot um, we're gonna, unfortunately, right now, they're thinking we're probably gonna have to quarantine, we'll call your parents, we'll, we'll get things sorted, don't worry, things will be provided. Um, obviously, the, your, you adults, uh, we will, you know, contact who needs to be contacted, and once everything is sorted out, then you guys will be free to go, but up until that point, we're gonna have to ask you to stay here and, uh, stay calm, um, we'll get you some water and some food, just don't touch each other. Don't touch anything like water fountains or stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, the the, ha uh, the hazmat team should be here in probably about 10 minutes to start doing analysis and getting people quarantined. Oh, my gosh. I have so many bad ideas right now. <laughs> do, do the worst one. Okay. Uh, the very worst one? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you encourage him, Josh? Because I just... Keep, do it. Go for it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, I I don't think I'm gonna do the worst thing, but it's it's funny. So the worst thing I could think of was have Lucas explode himself, <laughs> just all over these people. That would that would be genius. That would actually work, right? Because it won't hurt him, and then at the same time, yeah. A few minutes, like an hour later, he could just recongeal himself, and they'll think that Lucas died, and so he'll just be dead in this world again. Lucas, Lucas, you know that they these hazmat people are coming, and so you're that clock's ticking. Um, I'm just gonna try and escape. Uh, I, I want to try and create an escape. Uh, I I don't want Lucas to die, honestly, because I want him to interact with Liz some more, because. I just think it's fun. You have for his him character. incorporeal, so if you want to escape, then that is very much an option. You are 
you are very prepared to do that. Yeah. So I think what, what is going to happen is I'm going to like raise my hand and I'm going to like start doing the PP dance. I'm going to be like, Hey, um, cool officer, dude. Uh, I have got, just go to the bathroom. We just go to the bathroom. Just don't, thanks. Don't, don't use the sink. I'm out. I'm it's gross, but just uh, don't use the sink right now. Just go to the bathroom. Okay. You got it. And, uh, and I'm going to go into the bathroom. Is there a window from the bathroom I could get out in easily? Or should I like aggress in a more creative manner? Well, I mean, there, there is, there. I mean, there very much is a, a is a window. Um, but are you going to like the stalls? I will say this is very much like a locker room, and so okay. the bathrooms aren't gotcha. exactly like an open closed door, and like you are in a private area. This is, you know, for the most part, other than in the stalls, you can kind of see where the whole like the bathrooms open. So, um, okay, so here's what I'm thinking, and you can tell me how to roll this, but essentially. I want to, uh, since I can shapeshift into like a squirrel or something, I just want to become like squirrel size, climb over to the window, and then just ooze out a crack. Isn't Liz there? Uh, is Liz there? Liz is in the female locker rooms. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. But not where people can see me. They're just going to be like, where the hell did that kid go? Okay, so so I'm assuming you're you go into the stall to use the restroom. Yeah, I become a squirrel. You become a squirrel. All right, uh, roll me an act under pressure with plus one, because this is yeah. really creative and I like it. Ooh, good thing I had that plus one. Mixed success, seven. All right. Right on uh, the edge there. Your worst outcome is uh, you're a squirrel in a bathroom, um, and yep. you, the, the window's going to be locked. That's the worst outcome. Is the window's locked? Uh, the hard choice is going to be um, if you turn into this squirrel. Um, you know that you're not going to have probably have any chance to get your clothes back if you leave. Um, and the last one is going to be pr- uh, price to pay. Um, you turn into the squirrel and leave. Um, and you, for the most part, think that your friends are still going to be quarantined inside. Hmm. I think I'm just gonna have to give up on those clothes for now. So yeah, you go into the uh, you turn into a squirrel and, and kind of like scamper underneath the other stalls. Uh, I mentioned like quickly climb up and out of the window. Um, uh, and 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 you are now a squirrel outside, and you see you see a few helicopters landing. You see vans with these people in hazmat sets moving out, and um, police officers coming around. It's a big scene, um, but they don't um, seem to notice you because you are a squirrel. Exactly. I sure as hell climb up a tree, and then if I can, I want to do one more thing, which is I want to communicate to Biggs. Um, I can use magic to do that, or do something else if you want. Uh, so you're you're like you want to communicate. You can just you can just communicate with Biggs. I Biggs is your companion. Um, okay. But it's weird because you're like a squirrel in a tree, and then a cat's head kind of like ex- <laughs> like forms on your squirrel stomach. Oh god. And. Um, <laughs> I think I think I think he, he just like falls backwards on his back onto the branch and he's just like ah and and, and the thing is now it gets even worse because the, like the flesh sort of extends like a turtle head and so it's like this weird fleshy <laughs> mo- mushroom stalk coming out of your stomach that is topped with the, the head of your cat uh, and uh, I'm uh, just gonna be like just get out just get out just gross just get out just get out 
I can't look at this right now. I'm freaking out, your form, dude. Your form's not right. You don't have enough in it. I don't have enough mass to eject myself from you. You gotta be a, like a big well, thing. I got I'm the same mass. I'm just compressed. I can't make more mass. I mean, it takes I a while to make this more. This is mass. the best I can do, Lucas. Then make yourself tiny and come out as a tiny damn cat. I don't I, want your I can't freaking do head that. coming I out. Don't, I can't. I don't. I can't compress like you can. I can't. I don't. I can only turn into things that I've been. This before. is disgusting. Okay, well, fine. Well, Super Meat Boy, you can enjoy yourself how it is now. Eh, this What's is up? Disgusting. Holy anyway, shit! You saw everything that happened, right? Yeah. I I think I accidentally infected that lady, and then she freaking exploded, dude. Like, does that mean she died? Like, we like this is crazy. I I didn't even know that could happen. I mean, I know that like. I've started to feel sort of like a network of minds. Do you feel that too? Uh, yeah, I, I feel it as well. In and, you know, I, we're I, like connected somehow to these people, but I just, I've never, that, that never happened before. I mean, other than you, as far as I know. Uh, not, not only me, uh, um, but I, what? I, well, no, that's that's not. It's not a story for another time. Um, that's a story for another time. Uh, we need to get out of here. You know that, right? Like, uh, I I don't know what happened with that woman, but he, he, you're. This is. We don't need it. We're chilling in a in a in a in a tree next to an a, a school that just had a giant person go boom. We need to get away from here. Yeah, yeah, I I know, but I've got to find the other two. Do you have any idea where they are? Not really. I mean, uh, damn it. Give me a. Uh, okay. I can, I can sense Danny, and that they're still they're still in the school. But other than that, I can't really tell you much. I'm not exactly a, well, not a GPS of sorts. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to, like, let's get out of here, and then. Uh, as soon as we can, I want I want you to go find my uncle. All right, yeah. Let's uh, get to a place where you can transform into something big, and then I'll hop out and, and go get Midas. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from the school, like far enough away where I'm not in their like quarantine bubble. Okay. Yeah. No. You get you get like out in the parking lot, kind of like out into like a section of woods, kind of next to the school, um, and you're good. And yeah, you turn back into a into a into a real boy, and uh, Bix hop out, hops out of your chest and takes off. Um, actually, Bix turns into like a crow and then flies off. But now we're gonna cut back to uh, Danny and Dottie. You guys are in this botany room, and uh, yeah, what are you doing? Do I have a key? I just put my hand on things, right? This is Blaze talking, not Dottie. Oh, I do uh, this. okay, okay. So basically, you just put, you touch it, you touch wood, you touch a piece of wood, and uh, then um, you can you have to roll uh, angel wings, especially if you're taking someone else. And where are you trying to go to? Um, I'm trying to actually get to, to Midas' house. He, okay, he is the scientist. Yep. So. We've got to live on science alone. How'd I do? Oh, excellent. Cool. <laughs> oh, no. Um, that's both of them trying to travel? Yeah. Hmm. Well, um... We got, we got split up anyway. Uh, so you place your hand on this, uh, one of these plants, and, and you feel it 
start to open up. Um, but for some reason, you you feel the sensation. You both feel the sensation of that. You know, you're doing a, a, a flip underwater. But then it's like you hit, like you. Ba- it's almost like you hit a trampoline and bounce, and suddenly you're still like back in the room. It's weird. Well, um, that sucks. I, I I guess I'm not just not used to not using trays. I think uh, um, that would be enough to send Danny into his quiet place. Oh, for just, God's sake! Just let me. Much, <laughs> too much, too much going on. Um, but and maybe, maybe, maybe this is one of the first times that he kind of willingly goes into it, or like not willingly, but like purposefully goes into it. You know, thinking like. I can't solve this problem, but maybe the other Danny can, you know? No. <laughs> oh, oh, poor Donnie. Um, and you do that, and you watch as Danny kind of, like, closes his eyes, and Danny, you're, you're back in your quiet space, um, and it is the rows of trees, and the lake is there, and it has gotten bigger, but not it's not as drastic as it, as it has been before. Um and you see that that figure, um, that molten figure, um, sort of turn and look at you, and and walk over and go like uh, like they're going to give you a hug and they kind of like pull away and then like look at and like point at their like molten self, and then um, they they uh, they actually like like point at their eyes and then point in the distance, and uh, you can see kind of where they're pointing, like. It's so far away that you almost didn't notice it, but there's a second glow. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget, you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. He'll start to walk uh, to towards that glow. He'll walk through the the grid the grid of trees. It's so far away. It is so far away. It is very very far away. So if you want to try and go for it, go. You can try and run for it. Yeah, I think, you know, maybe, maybe it doesn't seem so far away at first, but like he realizes that it's that it's more far away. So like, like if I was shooting this on, uh, uh, you know, film, it'd be the type of thing where the camera's like tracking him walking slowly, and then it's like slowly speeding up as like trees pass, you know, in the foreground. You know what I mean? And he just like ends up in a in a full on like run. And and you're running, and I mean you keep running, and this thing does not get any bigger or even even look like it's remotely closer. Um, and uh, yeah, you just see that on the distance. It's strange. Um, uh, and you realize the molten figure 
is still you like turn around and you see a while like a ways back you still see your your like um but you see that that molten figure kind of just sitting there next to the lake watching you go um what's danny gonna do well i you know i think the idea is that uh uh he kind of he feels cornered you know like like feels trapped trapped not just in the in the school but also like this isn't his world you know like that that's not his mom you know like like he doesn't know his dad his dad his dad wasn't around so even though he knows that's his dad it's not his dad and that's not his mom and like none of these people are the actual people except for you know uh dotty and, and lucas and chad wherever chad is you know um um and so yeah so this is just his way of kind of being like i need to i need to get out of here this isn't this isn't my world i'm not supposed to be here okay um so yeah he he basically and and i I don't even know how this works does he relinquish control or does he take control as you're you're doing this and you're kind of like freaking out you 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 find yourself uh, kind of back near your own lake, and you're you're looking at your your father, the molten father, your your actual father that has been that is there, um, and he motions for you to step into this magma lake, like you had done before. I think he he would do it with some degree of of confidence, you know, like. Like confidence of doing the action, but not confidence in knowing exactly what he's doing. You know. Yep. And you step in there, and it's it's like bath water. It, it's warm and comforting, and you step in further and further until you're submerged in this in this magma, and then you feel it, and you feel the energy start to flow through you, and your eyes open. And you watch, uh, Dottie, you watch as uh, kind of from, uh, you see this kind of orange light start glowing in Danny's chest, and, and you see the light glowing behind his eyelids as from his chest and his eyes, these cracks, these molten cracks start to form down his face and at his chest until his entire body um, is this this molten this molten rock and Danny finally opens his eyes and they're glowing red hot and you are now fire Danny uh Danny what are you doing what's up Luzkov hey check oh, this out son of a butt I've, I've always wanted to do this and he like you know uh strolls over glides over hovers over whatever the hell he's doing uh to the um uh fire alarm no, no, no. And he, and but he, uh, yes, he, he, but no. Crap. He, um, he turns. He turns back to uh, Dottie and kind of like like uh, arches his eyebrows, you know, up and down, and uh, pulls pulls the fire alarm. No. So you pull the fire alarm, and <laughs> ringing fills the building. And even in here, you hear chaos start to go bananas as police officers are trying to figure out if they need to get people out if. You know, if they need to evacuate, if they need to quarantine, nobody knows what's going on. And uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, let, let me stop you right there, uh, uh, D uh, Keeper. Uh, this is Fire Danny talking. You know, he breaks the fourth wall. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think this little fire drill needs to heat up. If you get what I'm saying, uh, 
Oh, no, wait, I got a better one. Let's turn this fire drill into an actual emergency. And he just, like, shoots a fireball off into, like, the corner of the room. And you do it! And Dottie, you watch, it's just a ball of fire hits a corner, and suddenly there's a desk on fire, and it's starting to spread. Let me know if uh, the telekinesis, if I need to uh, roll that or anything. But uh, Right now you're just ambiently, but I, I would say, uh, yeah, roll me telekinesis um, to, to shoot your, see how well you shoot your fireball. Ten, okay. So I choose two options, something catches fire, and I suffer one less harm. And so you, you reach your hand out, you see this, the lights on Danny's arms start to glow a lot brighter, and then uh, it all collapses and actually like a baseball-sized ball of not necessarily pure, not necessarily fire, but like magma, and he launches it like a, almost like a, like a, like a potato cannon just with pure force as it slams into the walls, this molten rock touches, touches the wall and everything starts to burn. You watch the desk burn, you see the bricks start to catch fire and the plastic starts melting as the room starts to fill with, with smoke from this burning desk. And uh, Fire, Fire Danny just uh, uh, kind of opens the door and then like steps back with the door held open and like motions politely uh, as if he's like escorting Dottie out of the door. Fuck and I say this as politely as I can, this. And I'm going to try and use Angel Wings again. All right. Uh, and are you using <laughs> it on both of you guys or just yourself? Just myself. Oh, then you don't need to roll. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Adios. Uh, yeah, you watch as this, uh, this key comes out, comes out of her palm and uh, touches this touches a plant. And then you watch as uh, Dottie like, turns, very quickly turns into... Um, but I do want to change my destination. My destination has changed. I'm going to my house. All right. Uh, you uh, wait. The you... one where the weird lady Abigail lives, or the loose? Or, uh, no, like my house. house, not the apartment where, like the the Coughlin Mansion. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and you do this, and you watch this, like the vines. Um, you watch it, Dan- uh, Dottie. You feel that same sensation, but Danny, you watch this like the vines, like oh, very quickly. I mean, within a second, wrap up Dottie and then and then uh, disappear, and she's gone. He rolls. He rolls his eyes and says, "Show off." Um, <laughs> and Dottie, you uh, you appear in a tree, kind of just on the outskirts of your family manor. I'm not in the house proper. Damn it. Um. Uh, if you want to be in the house proper, you can be. I, just... I do, actually. Is there anywhere in particular you want to be in the house? Um, my bedroom. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you kind of appear out of the, f- the one of the posters of your four-poster bed, and you're in your room. Um, I do I have any books in here? Any whatsoever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a fair amount of books. Uh, really? I, I think... didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Dottie read. Uh, she doesn't, but they're for aesthetic. Nice. I'm picking up one of them, and I'm going to immediately um, exit the room, and I'm going to run down the steps to make as much noise as possible to get somebody's attention. Okay. Uh, I mean, you walk out, and I mean, you're outside, and you see, like, a, like you see a person cleaning. Like, they notice you. You don't have to... It's not... The house isn't empty. It still has staff in it. Um, yes, that's the idea. I do know. So I get, like, I see, like, one of the staffers looking at me, and I say, oh, my God, I totally forgot my book, and I totally had to, like, sneak back. You won't tell my parents, right? Like, I'm not 
it's it's it has to be okay to skip school if you're doing it to do more school, right? I don't get paid enough to really care about it. I'm just going <laughs> to I didn't see you. I'm just going to walk okay, away. Okay, I'll see you later. Hasta la vista, as they say. And uh I uh, good goodbye, Miss Coughlin. Uh you watch as he like very quickly like like turns away and starts like cleaning away from like uh and you uh, what are you doing? One more time. Uh, well, I'm just establishing that I'm not at the school, so people aren't freaking out. It's like, oh, why weren't you at the school when it was on a fire? So now I have perfect. To Bye. And uh, and we're gonna cut back to fire, Danny. You watch Dottie disappear. Yeah, he's a show off. Um, um, uh, now Danny subconscious danny at this point uh um he knows he's been told that if the magma ever runs out uh that's not a good thing so how much how much time would he uh uh estimate that he has uh the magma i mean it's still very like it's still very full at the moment um you, I mean, you can tell as you use you threw that chunk of magma that it, re- it like reduced a little bit, but other than that, it's staying pretty steady. Um, you think it might be the more you use it, the more it depletes. So, so I, I think uh, um, what he what he would do is he he just kind of like look out into the hallway to see to see you know or or like not look out into the hallway, but like uh, well. What's going on out in the hallway? <laughs> Chaos. Uh, you see students are like you see like teachers and students that are like arguing like police officers and like some of them actually like, push past the cops and start like like moving down the halls like trying to get out. Um, as the sprinkler system is actually kicked in in the school, and so it's raining and you actually you as each little droplet of water like evaporates as soon as it touches you. Um, as and people are students are running about teachers are running about cops are trying to gather people you see a few people in like hazmats like um trying like raising their like baton, like their stun batons and their cattle prods and like shot like stabbing against walls and lockers trying to get people to calm down um you actually see rex uh take out like a lacrosse stick and just nail this guy this guy in a hazmat suit in the face as hard as he can um and he just like takes him down it's chaos. He, he Which, kind of, think, uh, he, he, he doesn't smirk, but, you know, like, p- puts his lips together and, like, nods his head, like... He's satisfied, isn't he? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good work. Not bad. Not bad for uh, an afternoon at school. Well, not going that way. Um, eh, window will work. And he'll he'll just run at, and dive through the window or fly through the window or whatever the hell he does. I don't even know. Does he fly? Uh, he floats. He and, floats, and he hopes he hopes that it's a second story window because that would be just so much cooler. It is. Uh, and 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 yes. Uh, he doesn't. He he floats. It's much. It's like a like imagine like Superman when he's flying slowly and he's just kind of like like in an upright position floating. It's like Marceline, that. like Marceline. Yes, perfect, like Marceline. Um. And yeah, you kind of like you go to the window, and you don't even need to open it. You can just like you get near it, and your your ambient heat of your body just sort of like melts a hole around you. Um, well, I mean, sort he, of... he definitely he definitely like 
Yeah, if the window was open, he may have actually gone and closed it just so he could jump through it. Do you want to like run and jump out the window? That, that yeah, that's he, All right, he, uh, he's basically standing at the door going, "Ah, eh, not going to get out that way." And he turns around and he's like, "Ah, a perfectly good window to jump through." All right, you dun, 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 <laughs> boom. I hit can that roll window. If, I can roll if necessary. Roll me a use magic check or a telekinesis check. Okay. It's a 10, so... Yep. Um, Boom! So my telekinesis like f- options, I'm going to take the... Uh, uh, suffer one less harm for using the telekinesis, and then um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say, you know, something is held fast, or I basically keep it under control myself, you know, basically just making sure that I don't fall, and... Yep. I don't know. So you... You jump out, and and my question is, are you so you're kind of like, are you trying to f- slamming through this window? Are you like t- like diving out of the window like you were trying yeah. to like? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you do that, and you do do boom, like a like an inverse meteor, just flaming this flaming thing jumping out of a jumping out of the window, and you start to fall towards the ground. You are on a second story window. Yeah, yeah. Which he's you know happy about um and i love i love the idea of like a slow motion shot where like as he dives you know like maybe he puts his his hands out and uh uh like like you guys were saying like the glass melts uh uh i'm sure it like shatters too a little bit but you know like it melts as it's going but yeah um so yeah just uh using using the telekinesis options for the 10 i suffered the one less harm and then instead of you know Instead of uh, like suffering some fall damage, uh, he's using telekinesis on himself to basically like do a flip in the air, I think, and then do like a slow a slow three point uh, uh, landing. Yeah, you have full control over your sense, so you like bust out of this bust out of this window, diving down, and you, you go into a full somersault. And you slow yourself right at the last minute, like, and, like, land ever so gently in, like, three points. Just, like, hand on the ground, feet, like, hand on the ground, feet on the ground. Just Where did he the, land? Uh, sort of on the, I'd say kind of a little bit farther. You're kind of on the edge of the, par- you're on the p- edge of the parking lot. Um, you jumped, like, over the full, like, grassy median between the school and the parking lot. You're kind of, like, sitting there, and you watch the asphalt is, like, starting to, like, lightly bubble underneath your hand. That's pretty cool. Uh, he likes that. Um, he looks around to see if anybody sees him. I'm not gonna lie; a lot of people see you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think at that realization, he starts like very poorly acting. Like, oh my god, I'm on fire! Someone help! Stop, drop, and roll! Oh no! And he just kind of like half-ass like like kind of like goes running running around like he's you know a guy in a uh fire suit in a movie roll me act under pressure with a minus one because he's really bad at acting um unless you just want to automatically have people know that he's just fucking with us manipulate someone oh you're right manipulate someone i've got the set yeah i got mixed success so um yeah mixed success They'll they'll think that you're on fire, 
I think I'm just going to give it to you because you are on fire. I mean, it says the the rule says they'll they'll believe they'll do it, but only only if you do something to demonstrate immediately that you mean it, and you want to portray you're on fire, like, like I'm on fire. I, I think ah! I think so. People would like leave him alone. He would say. Oh my God! For the love of God, please go get some buckets of water to dump on me. And then he'd like flare up the flames, like really bright. <laughs> Perfect. And they're like, "All right." And they, uh, you see a bunch of cops take off, and and they're just like oh running. Um. Uh. Yeah. That you see, there's still people there. You're in a parking lot in a hazmat, but you see a fair amount of cops like run off because they think you're on fire. And I think he would, uh, he would drop to the ground, and um. A regular Danny would take take back over if that's even a thing. I don't even know. Yeah, no, I don't no, know how this yeah. works. No, uh, you uh, you have that desire to sort of uh, take 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 back over and and uh, Danny, you you step out of the pool of magma and that it, it cools your body cools um, that 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 bathtub like warmth this kind of leaves you to the sort of ambient temperature and. Uh, on the outside, yeah, you your your body um, turns back to normal. You, the, all the all the magma cracks sort of recede from your fingertips upward um, until you look like you did, including fully intact clothes. At that point, he would just kind of awkwardly like and and like kind of quickly like climb up off the ground and like look around, like with his arms like pressed uh, uh, to his side. And if anyone was looking at him, he would say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for the alarm. I'm okay. Now stop, drop and roll. Okay. And then he would just like run off. (laughs) Wait, you see like a bunch of people like, wait, wait, we go. Um, uh, roll me an act under pressure (laughs) to try and run away from this. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys are literal chaos. I got a nine. (laughs) Okay. I would like to say that Dottie, who everybody was worried was going to screw things up, has by far been the most incognito person of this group. I wasn't. I have to give it to you. That is true. I I didn't think Dottie was going to screw it up. After Dottie, like, perfectly, like, uh, blended in, assimilated. yeah. Yeah, assimilated. That was the word I was looking for. Like, yeah. Josh, I would like to do something different as a keeper. Instead of giving your you, your three choices uh, for um, for your hard hard choice, whatnot, I would like to just uh, uh, I would like to just take a soft move against you instead. Do it. You're, you're the you, keeper. You do you, boo. Uh, you're running away, and you see one of the guys in hazmats talking into a walkie-talkie, and you also notice that on them. There's a logo that you've seen around town a few times, um, and it's a large it's a large capital C with decorative, decorative filigree kind of on the edge of the uh, on the the side of this uh, hazmat suit. Okay. As you run away, the guy in the hazmat suit, unfortunately, you can't hear him say this, but he reaches down, pulls up his walkie-talkie, and goes, "We have a situation. One of the thermals has escaped." Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.